At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on LA Talk Radio. Welcome to All Things Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. I'm an intuitive psychotherapist, and I would love to hear from you, my listener. Please reach out to me through my website. It's NOLA Therapy. The abbreviation for New Orleans, Los Angeles, there, New, New Orleans, N O L A T H E R A P Y.com. Sorry, my brain got stuck for a moment. I would love to know who you would like for me to interview if you're interested in being a guest on my podcast and how I can reach someone you want to hear me speak with, including yourself. I would love to be your intuitive practitioner. I am licensed as a clinical social worker and have practiced for 21 years. I have worked with tens of thousands of people to assist them in becoming their best selves. And I am available to do phone sessions, Skype sessions, sessions by FaceTime, as well as in person at either my Los Angeles office location or my New Orleans office location. I also come to you for an additional fee on site wherever you might live or work to conduct sessions in that manner if it is more convenient for you. I want to wish everyone listening a very happy Thanksgiving or whatever tradition you celebrate during this time of year that is upon us now. I recognize not everyone celebrates Thanksgiving. For me, it's a an important day and and time of the year to reflect and be thankful and grateful for things I have navigated going through, healing from, and things I'm just so damn happy about having experienced, witnessed, having come into my life, having created. And um, I've been in that state of appreciation in the, during the last several days approaching this show. So I wanted to talk about some holiday stress management tips. I notice in my therapeutic practice, people come in this time of year anticipating traveling to family, having family and friends be you know hosting in their own homes. And a lot of what I hear is, um, you know, excitement, but also like, oh, here we go again. And and seemingly a pattern over the years where I hear people not sure how to make anything different than what it has been. So I wanted to share just off the top some things that I've done 
and my family. That might be a bit um, odd sounding, and I've never spoken about them publicly, but it's really worked. I usually spend Christmas in New Orleans as opposed to Los Angeles. I'm in Los Angeles for Thanksgiving, and I love being here for this time of year. For Christmas, I enjoy having my family in my home, and I'm of a blended family, mom, dad, stepmother, two uh, a, two siblings, full siblings, two half siblings. Uh, my brother's married, his children. So it's a big group of people in my house. Lots of different value systems and personalities. And I used to cringe anticipating Christmas and just, oh my God, how am I going to get through this? And I, I finally got sick of that. And I was like, okay, Lisa, what the hell can you do to make things different? People are coming into your home and it's kind of up to us as the host to set the tone and instead of caving back into that fear, making ourselves small or conversely, starting to bring up trauma from childhood at the dinner table, which I've learned through experience is not the most appropriate time. People are not usually expecting those kind of confrontations and it typically my experience doesn't go very well and I didn't get I didn't receive the outcome I had hoped for. So in the last couple of years at my Christmas dinner table, I started making, and this is just I'm offering up some tips that I've done, place cards, arranging the seating pattern, people next to people that, you know, really enjoy each other. And if, like in all families, one year everything might be great, the next year shit might hit the fan, somebody's not really talking as much. So just orchestrating your seating for flow of conversation and ease for your well-being as the host. So that's one thing I did. Another thing I just did last year is I printed off for every place at the table a list of of do let's do's and don'ts. And it was phrased, if I can remember, I don't have one with me, like do share what we appreciate about one another, do um, compliment, do speak your mind, and then something around, you know, not if it's going to be hurtful or demeaning to a certain race or culture. There's an individual in my family who's racist. And so whatever it was, it was shortened to the point, but every place had this printed out sheet. And my family was really taken aback coming in. They they loved it. It just set a tone to sit down where I had their names at and even start talking about this like how did you come up with this and um a lot of laughter like okay lisa we get it and then everyone did start sharing their appreciation and some really great memories including um no i won't go there yet so another thing i did that was really different there's an individual in my family that can tend to drink too much well a couple a couple of individuals, which I think is often the case at a holiday. People tend to self-medicate with alcohol, food, drugs, shopping. I mean, you know, addiction and self-medication. And so for these couple of family members in the past would drink too much and then get adversarial, I just put the wine in a carafe and watered it down. So the people did not get drunk and (laughs) no one was arguing. And, um, I think I'm going to be doing that again this coming Christmas. And if my family's listening, the cat's out the bag. That is what I've been doing the last few years. And um, 
I have my own wine that's that's not watered down. So just I think if you get creative with with how to make this holiday uniquely yours, another way to look at, at that is mindful consumerism, which is a, a term in our culture now having to do with mindfulness, which is defined as present moment awareness with non-judgment and acceptance of ourselves as we are. And it, it really seemingly is the opposite spirit of consumerism, which tends to be about uh, just gluttony at times and just how much can we get and have and and, and insatiable uh, filling of, of oneself. So, you know, one issue actually I am having in my family is how to handle gift giving. Since my family's become so large, I notice, and I haven't talked to them about this yet, um, is can we pick names and each person gets, say, one or two names to give gifts to so we can really focus on that individual and get them something of meaning and value instead of some crappy, shitty things that, you know, might have everyone with a gift in front of them at the table, but not be of such significance. I'm really about meaning and purpose, and I like making people things when I can. I'm an artist, but often at this time of year, we're really busy. So I I can't say that I make somebody something every year, even being an artist. I like looking for something of meaning, even if it's not expensive, that makes me think of that person. So I'd like this year to do something different, which I plan after this show to to reach out to everyone, see if they're open to that just for one year. And, And I think that's a key too. for just this year. Can we try something different? than what we've done before to make it easier on on everyone. Just kind of the psychology of the holidays as I was reflecting and doing some research that this is the time of year that can trigger some really painful feelings. Deceased loved ones, estranged relationships, and coming together while on one hand it, it can be really exciting and fun and meaningful it brings up loss and it can feel painful and lonely and as you go out into the stores I was in Trader Joe's earlier it was a madhouse people seemed to all be in a hurry myself included and I just stopped my car was like come on just take a deep breath slow down there is no emergency just slow down let some cars pass and um, trying to just even shop with mindfulness allowing more time than usual to get places, to go to the store, and um, just seeing all these things, even things on sale, which which is like, oh my gosh, let me buy that and that and that. It's half off, it's 25% off. But again, I think it also can highlight our lack. Looking at all these things for sale and shiny, on shiny signs and lights, um, you know, can bring up, wow, I can't buy that or I shouldn't buy that. And, you know, I have bills to pay still. And so uh, people come into my office as well, just feeling like they're lacking more than other times of the year when they when they are in more abundance and are, are in that mindset of more abundance. So I would encourage you, if you want to venture into mindful consumerism this year, to um, even make a list of, first of all, the people you really want to buy for the people you might want to make something for, like a photo collage of memories, um, a book where you print out pictures or send it out to Snapfish, 
all kinds of platforms now are available to do that. Maybe you just want to send someone flowers or bring them flowers and leave it on their doorstep. Just kind of write down who you want to shop for versus make things for. And then even things of meaning and value to them. Something that I think could be cool to do is uh, to give, give someone a note or a card saying, hey, I'd like this month for us to go to this park and have a picnic. Or, or the gift being an experience that I'd like to have with you in the next couple of months. So to really think outside of the box of what we've been doing that's caused us to feel like we can't afford the holidays, especially as families expand with children and grandchildren and just how can we really enjoy our holiday more than ever before. And I'm, I'm still growing into that area. I love hosting my family for Christmas. A sticking point for me is, is okay, buying gifts for like 15 people. That, that doesn't feel right to me. And I know some members of my family have that expectation. So I'll be doing what some of you might be, is, is having some of those conversations. And I plan to send love before me in a meditative state. I just send love to every family member asking that they are open to see this holiday different in regards to gift giving and that we can come up with something together that is mutually satisfying for all. And if not, if we can just agree to try it out this year. And if if people hate it, then let's how about you come up with something else for next year to, to make things more satisfying. So I'd love for you to call in if if people are out there um, to call into the studio. You can see the number on the LA Talk Radio site, which is live right now during this show. Um, I'm trying to think of what else to so just not be rambling on. I think also this time of year brings up our own self-judgments, our self-criticisms, and then we feel the need to mask that, to hide that, to drink it away, to eat it away, to laugh it away when we're not really feeling like laughing in a conversation Um, because it's just such a time of obligation and holiday gatherings, parties, brunches, cocktail hours, and uh, as much fun as things can be, it can be stressful. So we're all familiar with the term distress, D-I-S-T-R-E-S-S. Additionally, there's a term called eustress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S. And eustress are the physiological feelings of stress from positive things that we are excited about. It might be your wedding day approaching, that you're so excited, you want this, but you feel anxiety and worry about are things going to go right? Um, That's you stress. So I think during this time of the holiday season, we're experiencing some physiological you stress over work. You know, most of us have a day off um, and some may not, but some do or plan to take off or do something that, that involves putting work down, setting it aside. And that's typically a positive experience for, for most everyone. I know I'm looking forward to to having some time off. and um, But also in the absence of that meaning and purpose 
that we typically might construct our day around. It can leave a space within of, of lacking direction, feeling a little lost. And just I want you to know that all of that is normal. Everything that you are feeling around this time of year is normal. You're not the only one experiencing it. You might want to offer a prayer, a meditation, and just breathe into everyone. I just send, I send peace to everyone feeling what I'm feeling right now. Everyone struggling with what I'm struggling with right now. Everyone who wants to provide the best holiday I can for my loved ones and still feel like I'm not able to do that at 100%. I just send you peace. I send you options. I send you inner contentment. I send you love. I send you abundance. And I know when I do that, it helps my central nervous system come back down to a more peaceful baseline than I was feeling before. Along the lines of the judgments we we hold against ourselves and has to do with self-comparison. And I've been really working with this lately um, as I'm manifesting, wanting to work with more clients. So that's why I'd love for you to email me, lisa at nolatherapy.com. Reach out, call me, 504-261-4443. I want some more clients. I'm ready to have that new energy in my professional life. As As I'm sitting here seemingly waiting, like, okay, universe, where are the people? How do I connect with them? What do I need to rise to, to to meet the individuals who will really love working with me. I, I might look on Facebook and seeing someone putting out all these seminars and getting in my email box, these webinars, and it's like, wow, I'm not doing that. Uh, again, lack. Like, do I need to be doing that? I'm not sure how to do that. Then I start Googling, for instance, webinar, how to make a webinar. And then all these things pop up, some free, some that you pay for. And then within five, 10 minutes, I am in a state of overwhelmed hyper arousal, just judging myself that I'm not doing enough, being enough. And I, I just have learned to like shut the shit down, close the, close the computer, close the laptop, turn off the phone and just take a minute to get back in alignment. I have gotten back into alignment with myself right now doing a webinar is not speaking to me. Right now, doing an in-person seminar is not speaking to me. Right now, I love doing this podcast each week and connecting with you all in this format, asking you to reach out to me, join my email list at NOLA Therapy, reach out to be a guest, become my client. I started a YouTube channel called NOLA Therapy. Please subscribe. Once I get over a 1,000 subscriber, subscribers, I'll have paid advertisements. So these things, to me, feel like, all right, this is what I can do. This feels comfortable, yet also stretching and reaching to be a better version of myself, yet in ways that, that I'm excited about. I love preparing for my show. I love sitting down and researching and sketching out a few notes that I may or may not look at and just sending love to you, my listener. Before my show, I meditate. I, I play music that inspires me to just send love, abundance, prosperity, health, healing to every listener that will ever hear this episode and just wanting us to, to share this unified space through the internet. I'm grateful to LA Talk Radio for hosting my show for two and a half years 
and just all the doors that this is open, that I'm able to reach out to authors and speakers and ask them to come on this show. It's like one of the most exciting things I have ever participated in in my life. And I want you to find that for yourself during this holiday season in the way that you're entertaining, in the way you might decide actually to not participate in your typical family gathering. I've worked with clients coming to me because they've decided because of certain issues in their own family, in their own life, that they are are not going to participate. And that's a hard decision to make. To exclude yourself from the majority takes a lot of guts. And if that's where you are this year, I want to encourage you um, to do that, that it's okay to remove yourself, to realign with what is important to you right now, how you need to care for yourself. And um, definitely enlist, though, as you decide to do that, some people that are really on your side. It it just takes one person that's like, yeah, I get it. I see you. I I understand. Or even if I don't understand, I, I notice that this is important for you right now. So I'm available. And I always lean in to spirit, to my connection with God when I feel like there's no one available, when I feel like I really need to disconnect from people, I go to God. I go to my spiritual source within and just ask for whatever it is that I'm needing, that I'm wanting. I ask daily to be shown that I'm in alignment through little things like looking at the clock and it says 12, 12, 111, that I see coins on the street, just little things that spirit letting me know that I'm in alignment or that a friend might buy me a coffee unexpectedly. Or last week, I uh, I went to stay at a friend's house and I was getting ready to leave and she's like, oh, I, I needed hairspray and it's on the list, get hairspray. She was like, I have all this Aveda hairspray from when I worked for Aveda, can I give you a can? And I was like, you're not even going to believe. Like these coincidences are showing us that we are in alignment with our inner source who knows the quickest and fastest way to bring us everything that we desire. And I know that some people listening to my show aren't spiritualist or into metaphysics and and such. So I want to encourage you to lean into the ways that you find meaning through philosophy, through intellectual pursuits, through science, in nature, whatever it is. I don't mean to exclude the way that you find meaning and connection because there's so many ways. We're all different and we're all the same. I think we all want to feel valued. We want to be appreciated. We want to feel loved we want to be happy. We want to laugh and and just have a life that feels good to wake up to every day as much as is possible. So however you find that, don't lose sight of it during this holiday season. Our self-care is one of the first things to go in the presence of wrapping presents, of preparing for family coming in town hosting, packing the car, getting the kids ready, getting to the airport <laughs> and and dealing with potential flight delays and congestion on the roads, 
in the stores. So I know even for myself, my self-care is not the same, but I don't throw it out. I might say, okay, I'm not going to make it to the gym on this day. I might not be able to meditate that day, but I'm going to look for a space to maybe do a four-minute guided meditation before bed or listen to a YouTube Abraham Hicks in my car driving to the grocery, driving to LA Talk Radio to do this show, just to find those moments in a busy routine to still carve out a space for your own mind and your own soul. Because you'll arrive to those events better prepared if you cultivate that space for yourself in your life. And I think it's important to really have time to ourselves. I know a lot of people that just love being around someone all the time. And that's hard for me to relate to personally because I love my alone time. So for these individuals, I encourage that they even find something like a group yoga class. So you're with other people, but you're not talking. You're in your own body. The instructor typically is directing you to focus on your own thoughts, on your own emotions, on your own practice. So just ways that you can have some of that time to yourself, even if you really feel the need to be among others or with others. Some other things that I was thinking of in the vein of this holiday season. Let's see. I've talked about getting creative with your gifts, gift ideas, being authentic in a, in a mindful way. Oh, the, the self-comparison. That's where I was at. The self-comparison is just such a, a, in, an insidious way of harming ourselves, of emotionally harming ourselves. And I would encourage you to shift from comparing yourself to anyone else to comparing yourself to you. And that's what I did the other day when in this overabundance of emails around webinars and seminars that caused me to feel like I'm not doing enough professionally, I realized, I asked myself, I said, Lisa, are you, how, how are you doing compared to this time last year? And I'm like, wow, I finished a manuscript to my book and my agent's pitching it to publishers. Like that wasn't complete this time last year. And I have some amazing new people in my life as friends that I did not have at this time last year. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like they bring me so much happiness and joy. And I'm more in alignment with friends this year than I was last year. And I feel more comfortable, for instance, driving driving in Los Angeles, being in Los Angeles. I can actually get places and not have to use the Waze app. And that's like freaking amazing for me because for my first couple of years at least I don't think I could make it much anywhere without the Waze app so I started going through my mind the little and small changes that I have completed in my own life and I felt better within less less than 30 seconds and I've had to do this a bit every day um, when I start to feel some self-judgment criticism even around you know, right now having less clients than I've had at other times in my life. And instead of judging myself, am I doing something wrong? 
I'm like, okay, Lisa, what opportunity does this present? And in the time that I have some more time now to myself, I'm able to meditate daily and actually really in a luxurious way of take time to do different types of meditation that I'm curious about through YouTube. I love guided meditations on YouTube, kundalini yoga meditations, and I'm able to just take more time than I've been able to, to love myself, to deeply root in my value and worth, to read articles I used to not have the time to read because I scheduled myself so many clients. And this is going to benefit you. When you reach out to call me for a session, I am more prepared than ever to be of service, to be present. I have cultivated a strong ability to be mindfully present with you without thinking of my own to-do list like I used to do when I scheduled too many clients. So I'm excited to have you come in or meet by phone, by Skype, by FaceTime, all the amazing ways now that therapy is moving to remote sessions because you can be in the comfort of your home, of your car, in the parking lot if need be, at lunch, at, from work, and and still be able to take advantage of your self-care through therapy, through intuitive therapy sessions with me or whoever you're working with. There's so many amazing practitioners. I'm not the only one for sure. And if you go to my website, NOLA Therapy, there's a link to my LA Talk Radio podcast, to my show page here at LA Talk Radio, and you can skim through the 130 episodes I've done. I typically have always had a guest with me. This is only my second solo show in 130 episodes. And I give a little blurb about what we talked about. So you can listen to those and meet with those practitioners. A lot of them are healing practitioners, psychics, mediums, astrologers, feng shui masters, um, all kinds of professions, fitness professionals, business coaches, and they're available to meet with you as well. I think as much of a team as we can have, the better we are equipped to deal with life as it comes to us and through us. As my dear friend Catherine Woodward Thomas likes to say, life coming through us and being responsible for ourselves, self-accountability, self-responsibility. And I think this holiday season is really a time to be self-accountable and what it is that we want and what we don't want. And then how to communicate that to loved ones in a way that we will be heard and received. With that, we're going to take a quick little commercial break and I'll be right back with you. Indeed, listening is the new reading. With Audible, you can listen to an unlimited amount of books at home, in your car, at the gym, anywhere on the go. With over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from for you, the listener of all things therapy, Audible is offering you a free audiobook download and a month-long subscription for you to try them out. Visit audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy now and enjoy. 
to help yourself and friends find a purpose in life? Then you are in the right place and be a part of the crowdfunding campaign of patreon.com forward slash all things therapy with Lisa Ty here as she initiates a one-on interaction with inspiring authors, healing experts, and spiritual directors. Join the League of Heroes of this generation by contributing your quota between a dollar up to a hundred dollars per month at patreon.com forward slash all things therapy. Let's make the world free of suicide, poverty, depression, and in all, make the world a better place for everyone. Welcome back to All Things Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. This is my Thanksgiving episode, only my second solo show in 130 episodes. It was important for me today to connect with you in a more personal way, sharing some of the things that I've done to host holidays for my family and loved ones. That's what I talked about earlier. I talked about mindful consumption, how to be mindful as far as what you want to do and how you want to do it, especially if you're hosting. If you're showing up somewhere else, I think you can tailor that experience to reflect your authentic self also to um, to just show up in a way that, that feels like you're really being yourself and, and also meeting the expectations of others. That's another thing that came up for me during the commercial break is setting expectations. And I think when we clarify what our expectations are of others, share what they can expect from us, it just helps things to run more smoothly. It, it tends to prevent hurt feelings, anger, frustration, feelings of jealousy. So as much as you can set expectations and try not to overextend, um, if anything, over-deliver. Under-promise under and over-deliver um, is a way to, to look at this. And kind of the last piece that I have for today's show that um, – That's something I'm doing later that I'm really looking forward to and I have not done. Being in Los Angeles from New Orleans, I was really shocked by the homeless homeless population in Los Angeles. It has been and something that hurts my heart. I don't even know how else to say it. Coming from New Orleans, we don't have the large population of homeless individuals that I have seen and found here in Los Angeles. And this year, I had some time. I wanted to contribute part of my Thanksgiving to do something of meaning and value that I have not done. So I found an organization, just Googling, um, working with the homeless at Thanksgiving. And it's the, oh, Lord, the Fred something mission in downtown Los Angeles are feeding 2,000 people. And so I'm going to go do that. And um, I'm not sure what to expect. I've only driven down Skid Row once and I just found it to be culture shock that in America there is a community like this. And so while I don't have all the answers of how to end homelessness in Los Angeles and in our country, I do know that I can take some time to go be of service. And um, for me, I've learned that it's really important to ground myself in practices that keep me in a consistent state of thankfulness and appreciation. And just for us to be in touch of how much we have, those of us that are blessed, even when we think we're not, we are. 
And we all know someone who might need a helping hand that we can offer to be with, um, lend an ear to, a shoulder to cry, help with something. You know, it doesn't have to be dramatic and extreme, I think, to be of service. It can be a neighbor, you know, that lost a loved one that you might just want to reach out and ask how they're doing. And don't think you're going to remind them of something that they've forgotten. No one forgets when their loved one has died. So it's okay to just say, hey, I'm thinking of so-and-so at this time of year, and how are you? And and just let them know you're thinking about them. I lost my aunt, my dear Aunt Irshad, in March earlier this year. And um, I try to reach out to my cousin, her daughter, and my uncle, her husband, periodically, and they've been on my mind to reach out to and just say, hey, I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking of Auntie Irshad, and and this is our your first holiday without her. So just in little ways for us that might not take a lot of time, might not be a lot of skin off our back, a lot of money, I think to to really reach out and do those things, to be those things to others. So I'm looking forward as much as I'm also not sure what to expect about going to volunteer um, in downtown Los Angeles feeding the homeless. But it's something that I know is important for me to do right now in my life. And you might want to just Google in the city that you live in, what are volunteer opportunities? What's an underserved population? And and just schedule that in your calendar. It doesn't have to be during the holidays. It counts at any time of year. You can plan it for after the holidays. But I do know it causes us to really stay connected to our true self and having um, some humility some like good humility. Humility doesn't have to be, I think, um, I'm nothing or I'm less than. That's not humility. That's actually undervaluing yourself and diminishing yourself. Humility is is knowing that we're all the same and we're different, that everyone's special and no one's special. Just we all come in as a little baby and and here we are to to create what we decided to come here for, Whatever you believe about that coming into the world and, and our meaning and purpose and value, I know that selecting things to do for others helps to treat depression. Times in my life when I felt really depressed, I have turned to reach out to do something for someone else and it immediately shifts that heavy feeling of depression. So I want to encourage you to do that. And if you are one of those individuals who is feeling the loneliness of the holidays, really feeling um, the separation, really feeling those painful points that the holidays can bring up. I am sending you a prayer of comfort, of love. I encourage you to reach out to someone, to something, to know that you're not alone. And I see you with my energetic and spiritual eyes and just send you love and peace at this season. I'm thankful to be here today with you. I'm thankful to have this podcast and be living my life in the ways that I'm choosing to and learning the lessons that have caused me to grow into um, a more accurate and authentic version of myself. So with that, I want to wish you a happy holiday much love and tune in next week 
as I bring you another guest. Bye-bye. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa.